Net Women Uncut. My name is Pinky Gadiali. I'm the founder and CEO of Net Women, where we inspire, support, and include women from all over the world to get to the top. Our mission is the 50-50 gender split and to close the gender and ethnicity gap, create equity, celebrate equality. I'm also the CEO and founder of Mindset by Pinky, where I help people overcome imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs through NLP and hypnosis to break the glass ceiling. You can book your discovery call with me by following the link at the end. Every month, we'll bring you our latest updates from NetWomen and our community. We'll be chatting about stories we've found particularly newsworthy and giving our opinions on them. With a variety of speakers joining me each month from the NetWomen community and having those conversations we don't normally talk about. And today, I'm delighted to be joined by Crystal Wheeler. Hello, Crystal. How are you? Hello. Hi, Pinky. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much for being here. Crystal is our community manager in the US uh, for NetWomen, but she also has another hat with uh, other things that she does also. And she's based out all the way in uh, the US, in Colorado. Crystal can you introduce yourself, please, and let the audience know a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Yes, thank you. Um, I'd be happy to share that. Um, my name is Crystal Wheeler. As Pinky said, I actually hold a, the role of VP of events and partnerships with Peak Media. Um, Peak Media is a 20-year-old company in the health and fitness industry, and they are a publications, a media, and event company. So um, we have three different magazines that we print, um, both print and digital coverage, media coverage, um, covering community rec covers the YMCA, JCC, Parks and Rec, so the not-for-profit space. Uh, Campus Rec covers the university recreation space. And then the actual company that's been around for 20 years, the magazine that's been around is Club Solutions. And that's our commercial club space for operators and business management ideas and such. So um, founded by two great guys that have, you know, built a huge, you know, great team, small but mighty team around them and just huge success. So it's really fun to be part of this. Um, the events that we do here are very, very, um, they're very deliberate in educational and networking and connecting and team building amongst both sponsors and attendees alike. And I help oversee those and facilitate those and um, help the sponsors get the most out of what they're doing and also work with the editorial team so that the attendees, we're making sure the attendees get great, you know, great experience as well. So it's a super, super fun place to be, great team to work with, super positive atmosphere. And I've been in the health and fitness industry for about 18 years. So for me, moving into this role, um, it just allows me to exploit my passion for people and for the industry and, and everything that we do to go together and collaborate. I love it. Love having you on board as well as, as part of our team. Um, tell me why you joined NetWomen. What's your passion? Yeah, so I think that um, being an ambassador for NetWomen is very, um, it's just very near and dear to me because I, 
it's one of those things about, I love the space that when we all come together, we can empower one another, um, you know, discuss, you know, wins, challenges, and you just have a really safe space to be able to talk through things that are on your mind. You get to learn from others. Um, you know, there's many women out there mentoring other businesses and such, and it's just really uh, fascinating to hear everyone's perspectives. And, you know, they just, you know, ha like I said, having that safe space where we can all collaborate and come together and just know that you're not alone and that um, hearing the stories of the other gals, you're able to hopefully take away and gain that extra confidence really feel empowered when you walk away. And that's, I think at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about um, in the health and fitness space, as with many spaces, um, women are not as prominent in certain roles, especially, especially upper level management roles as, as men are. And so there is that constant um, challenge that we face in this industry daily. And I believe everyone is very, very much aware of it. And there's, um, you know, a small group that's trying to, again, small but mighty group that's trying to really break those barriers and, and again, empower and more women and give them more confidence to try to excel and go ahead and reach for the top. I love that. And I think that um, elevating and retaining female talent is extremely important in any industry, like you said. What's the current situation in, um, I know sport isn't isn't the best and there's work, lots of work to be done in that area. Health and fitness, what's that like? Yeah, I think that um, same, right? I mean, you're absolutely right with every industry. I think retaining and elevating the women talent um, is, is a constant challenge. And, you know, I mean, there's the simple things of, you know, just having mothers and the work-life balance and that sort of thing. I think that that, that always remains to be a challenge, but I do feel like, um, in that, in this industry, people are opening up their eyes and they are realizing that, and they're trying to be more, uh, you know, steadfast in, in making that a more positive experience and whatnot, but you know, there's a ways to go with those sorts of things. And do you have any personal challenges that you've experienced being a woman in the health and fitness industry for 18 years? What have been your biggest challenges? Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm sure that there's many when I think about it. But, you know, there's the small ones that you just kind of like brush under the rug and go, eh, oh, well, that's just a learning experience. Um, but I, I also think that... Um, you know, then there's the other ones where, you know, it's just a matter of other people. Um, when I was on the sales side, the, the gentleman, you know, that I work with, it could be very competitive in that sort of thing. And, and, and so I think that competition, while it can be very positive, can also be very negative, um, depending on, you know, the, the scenarios and the situations behind that. Um, before I even got in health and fitness though, I will sh share this story, but all through college, I worked for the retail brand JC Penny and, um, and I don't think you guys have that across no. the pond, but I know, I know um, what that is. The big department store, right? Big department store. Right. So through college, I worked there. And when I graduated from college, I decided that I wanted to perhaps pursue a management position within JCPenney. 
And I went through the whole interview process and everything. Um, and basically they said, okay, great. You know, within like two to three weeks, we'll have, you know, a store for you, blah, blah, blah. You'll get started kind of basically giving me a verbal acceptance into this program. And in that interim, I had gotten married and so when I got back, which was the time that, you know, it was the downtime for them. When I got back, they, the gentleman had said, Hey, I understand that um, you got married while we were trying to finalize things. And you also married someone in, someone in the air force. So that really changes our tune a bit. And we don't think that you're going to be a good fit for this program. And I was stunned. I think that for me, a 22-year-old woman fresh out of college, um, I couldn't even believe that I heard what I had heard thinking, oh my gosh, really? And, you know, and then this came, you know, it was even probably more mind-boggling when it actually came from um, a gentleman that was African-American telling me, and I just thought to myself, you know, of all people, you probably know the inequalities. And then you just tell me that you're not going to give me a position because I just was married and I married someone in the military it was just, it was a really, at a very young age and very, very premature stage in my career life. Um, that was just a gut punch. And, you know, and keep in mind that, so that was in 1996. So if I look from, you know, then to now, Things have improved greatly, but, you know, having that to always use as a reference in the back of my mind has been something that I always think, you know, I need to grow from this, you know, negative experience and try to just make everything better moving forward. Right. Yeah. And can you imagine if you, I mean, it still happens now, women that are employed and, you know that the the man who's hiring you is going to ask you when are you going to have kids and that's what they yeah. want to ask you when are you going to have kids and when are you going to leave yep that's what their concern is but you know this this is one of the things that i it just annoys me because one of the questions that you get asked in interviews particularly women is how how do you deal with childcare? does a man get asked the same question is the is the point yeah i that's a good question i would love to know that i would love to see interview questions like that like there are two people going for the same thing and i would love to see that difference i just think you don't want to think that that happens but i guarantee that it does yeah of course because, you know, it, a man's not expected to look after the children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so a very tell, good point. Yeah. And tell me more about, you know, health and fitness as a whole. It looks to me like there's loads of women that are doing their thing with yoga and fitness and Pilates and things like that. Why is it that there are no women in, you know, the the you look at leadership positions and you see it and you think what's going on here in corporate and, and particularly in health and fitness. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, I, I don't have the, the right answer. I just think that it's always been a, you know, an afterthought sort of thing that it's, 
you know, predominantly men have just been the ones that are in those, you know, top tier positions in the health club space. And, you know, women have always fallen into like, you know, maybe you're a group programming, you know, group X programming manager or a personal training manager, what have you along those lines, but never, you know, I'm, I'm not the GM of this, you know, club chain. And while, you know, things have changed and I think that, you know, studio space, um, has, has definitely allowed the opportunity. It seems like more women grow from that studio space, um, than I see in the commercial club space. So I just think that it's being worked on. Um, and, and you know, and maybe it's, maybe women don't want to excel into that top level position. I'm not sure, but, um, there definitely is far fewer women in those positions overall. Have you faced any barriers yourself when you try to career progress in your line of work? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I've thrown my name in the hat um, in previous positions, threw my name in a hat when I knew that someone was no longer um, in a position. And while the women that I spoke to about it, which were actually, um, it was great to be able to speak to, you know, higher level um, folks that were women already, I thought that, that maybe they would be uh, more compassionate um, and actually listen and such. And I felt like maybe they did, but when it came to the end of the day, the decision was still not made by them. And, you know, it still went to the gentleman instead of to me. And, and again, another one of those, like, really? Because I have the relationships, you know, over in the EU in the UK. And so I just felt like I could have really stuck with what was already in prog, you know, process. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> so I just was, you know, it was grin and bear it sort of thing, but I was definitely, um, a bit disgusted by it, uh, just because, um, yes, it was clearly unfair. Um, but you know, by the same token, it was just like, then you were, I was still expected to do some work in that program. And I just, I was so, I had a bad taste in my mouth. So I didn't really want to do that and help that program excel at that point in time, because I was like, this is what, I, this is not what I signed up for sort of thing. So that's just a, that's probably a more recent example versus, you know, 1996 example. Yeah. <laughs> Or did you stay? Um, I was I was there until um, I actually was able to move into this new opportunity that I've been in now for a year. Yeah. And that's what happens, right? Women mm -hmm. who are treated unfairly and, you know, they often don't get promoted when they feel they deserve to be promoted and somebody else gets the role, they just leave. Yeah, you're looking for your next role that you're appreciated in and that you can excel in um, and try to, you know, surround yourself with positive people and not, you know, the negative, the negative, you know, connotations that come from certain individuals where you're just like, well, this isn't a good, this isn't a good fit anymore, period. Yeah, that happens across the board, though. That's not just health and fitness. Yeah, That's no, you're absolutely right. 
And so with what we're doing at Net Women, how do you think we are we can help, especially in health and fitness? Yeah, I think um, I think that there are it's an education thing, and I don't, and I think that education comes from the top and it goes down. So I think that it's not just you know about you know educating and empowering women. I think that whomever's at the top, be it male or female, they need to understand you know the DEI initiatives and embrace it and know that hey in your role, you have a responsibility to your people underneath of you to make sure that you're providing a good environment, a positive environment, and, you know, a very equitable environment for all. And that, you know, again, I think with that being said, then that is allowing these, the individuals within the organization beneath the top tier to have a voice and be confident and just empower them to you know, grow as an individual and then also, you know, contribute their thoughts in, in a group setting and, you know, to the success of the company moving forward and not feel like they're isolated and, and can't use their voices. One thing um, that's you're very right about women being able to use their voice. Um, one of the things that I was discussing today was at a meeting, in-person meeting, and we were talking about women having competence, but not confidence. So I often think about that and I think, how can we help and support women to be able to get to that point where they need the help and support because they don't have the confidence and they're not applying for these promotions because they don't feel confident enough to do so because they feel they're missing something what would you say to those women yeah i think that number one i would ask that question of what would give you confidence like what is it that's missing that would give you the confidence that you would need that you you could be the sure thing to go ahead and you know apply for that position or or excel into another position that is above you um because is it a, is it a missing link that, you know, a group like Net Women could provide? Because that would be great to know because that's something then, you know, us as a group could facilitate and work on and try to build out and go, okay, well, this is what it is. Or is it, you know, something, you know, as an individual that um, it's just getting over or it's, you know, repetition and practice and, you know, but maybe, you know, maybe it's something simple like, speaking skills, you know, or, you know, something that could be super minute, yet they look at it and go, well, I'm going to need to present more in front of groups. And I suck at that. So that's going to make me, you know, go inward and not try to excel into this other position, even though it does, you know, catch my attention. And I would like to do that. So I think just asking, I think always asking questions is the best thing, right? But um, that would that would be the the first thing that I would say is that we we would need to ask that question: What can we do? Yeah, and I think that within the network of net women, that we have so many coaches and mentors, and now we've established a partnership with uh, the ABM, which is the Association of Business. Yeah, and being involved in 
such a community means that you're going to meet people that have been through the, the ranks in their career and they've actually managed to get to leadership positions, learning from them. But also there's so much to learn from people that are perhaps a few years behind you on the career ladder and they maybe need the support from you. So not only are you getting something back, you're also giving by being within this this supportive uh, network, which often when you're stuck in your own bubble at work, you don't get to experience at all. Um, so I think in terms of that's a really great point around um, supporting each other, but also what can um, people do? So say if somebody was listening to this call and they will be obviously on, on the podcast and they're listening to you, what advice would you give to some um, people who are looking to uh, join NetWomen? What would you say? I would say do it. It's a great, solid group of women. We all have a million different experiences to share. I guarantee that if there is a challenge that you're going through, there is someone in the group that has already gone through it and can share how they got through it and elevated themselves past it. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is just knowing that you have, like you said, the supportive group of women behind you um, and surrounding you and, you know, just a huge peer group. Yeah. Um, you know, right. it, the re having that resource is just invaluable period. Yeah. Women that have have your back, right? Yeah, how for sure. We need that. We need the, the supportive women. We need the supportive network. We need people that have our backs. We need people that are championing each other and celebrating our wins because often we don't celebrate our wins. And yeah. I think vital that we talk about that because how else do we get to those small steps will lead to a final step which will take you to the place where you need to be so yeah absolutely think that you know what you said about net women is spot on um just to wrap up what advice knowing what you know now what advice would you give to your younger self Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I love that question. Um, I, I would say that just keep holding your head up high that you're going to have some gut punches, but don't, don't let them bring you back down that you have to go through so much to elevate yourself. Once again, just kind of take them, you know, roll with the punches, so to speak. Um, Cause I think that's the biggest thing is that when something negative can happen, you can dwell on it too long and not try to move past it in a, in a proper amount of time. Um, and then it just kind of gets you in that bog. Right. And so I would say, you know, looking back, that would be the biggest thing is just to go, okay, so that happened, you know, brush it off, get back up and charge forward, but charge forward with confidence and don't charge forward with that looming, you know, that just happened sort of thing. Just let it go, leave it at the door and move forward. I love it. That's really great advice. Let <laughs> it go, leave it at the door and move forward. That is fantastic. Thank you so much, Crystal. It's oh, been you're welcome. It's been so much fun talking with you. I know you've also got a new puppy. 
Uh, <laughs> can't wait to meet him um, as well, virtually, of course. Of um, course. And I look forward to seeing you again at our meeting. Thank you so yes. much. Paul. Thanks, Pinky. So that's our episode done. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate your support. Email us if you'd like to feature or if you have any ideas at all at hello at netwomen.co. That's .co, not co.uk. You can subscribe to our newsletter or follow us. Sponsor us here with our mission, create equity and celebrate equality. And find us on LinkedIn and Instagram just by searching netwomen. Also head to our website for our latest blogs and updates at netwomen.co and DEI programs on netwomen.us. You can book your discovery call with me, calendly.com slash netwomen. Thank you for listening. Bye.